Hello, 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 everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Authentic Overload. I'm your host, Rashonda Hayes, also known as Ro Hayes. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Ro Hayes. Hope everybody is doing well in this fall season. I'm here in California and it's a beautiful day out there. Starting to get a little chilly though, um, but it's all good. Today, um, I just feel inspired to talk about the mother wound and healing our mother wounds because I've discovered within myself and within other women that a lot of us are out here treating other women and even our daughters the same way our mothers treated or acted towards us. If you have a mother that shamed you, if you had a mother that was petty, if she was competitive, if she was mean, if she was bitter, if she protect, projected her pain and insecurity and her loneliness and her fears onto you, there's a strong likelihood that we are doing the same thing to our daughters, perhaps even our sons, and to other women. And the only way for this cycle to end is if we get real about those wounds we suffered from our own mothers. That's the only way to break the cycle. And there's a lot of talk out there. There's a lot of coaches. There's a lot of podcasts. Um, there, there are even women who have written books about, um, you know, healing the mother wound. Um I'm actually in the works of, you know, doing something as well, you know, about just breaking free from that mean girl spirit, the mean girl spirit within ourselves, the mean girl spirit within other women. And for many of us women, the first mean girl we ever accounted, encountered rather, sorry, encountered was our mom. For many of us, our mothers was the first mean girl the first mean girl experience we ever had. Maybe you had a mother that picked at you. Maybe you had a mother that made a difference between you and your other siblings, particularly if you had sisters. Maybe your sister was favored over you. And maybe you felt like you always had to prove yourself to win over your mother's favor. Now, this happens with daddies too, but we're not talking about daddy wounds right now. Maybe you had a mother that pit you and your sisters against each other. And so you find that maybe your your mom even watched your sisters, be it older or younger, pick at you, fight you, try to humiliate and embarrass you. And maybe your mama sat back and laughed at it Because she did the same thing. Maybe because it was done to her. A lot of our mothers, they wounded us because they were wounded. And I honestly believe that these mothers that were born in the 50s. And some of them maybe the early 60s or, you know, some of them even in the late 40s. You know, they and beyond actually. They really didn't have any anyone telling them to heal these mother wounds. We see that a lot coming up today, you know, but they didn't know that they had those mother wounds. 
They just probably thought that this was regular. This is how mothers are. But what's interesting is you have mothers that hated that energy, that hated how they they were treated. And subconsciously, they turn around and they treat their daughters the same. And I think a lot of us as women today, we do the same thing to our daughters. I made it, I, I, I when I had my daughter back in 98, she's, she'll be 24 soon. I recall one day my daughter was, she was just doing the most. She was very active in a lot of things. And I remember wanting to protect her from anyone trying to shame her or embarrass her or make her feel like she wasn't good enough or make her feel like, you know, she was doing too much or she needed to stop dancing or she needed to stop singing because those things happened to me. And I caught myself. She was actually in junior high at the time, but I caught myself saying, wait a minute, don't stop her because these are a part of her skills, a part of her dreams, a part of, this is a talent that she has. And I remember being made to feel like I wasn't talented enough or I was too big to be doing something. And a lot of this came from my mother and then it came from other women. And, you know, so there was a lot of things, a lot of dreams I just didn't realize because of that, because I allowed it. I'm not blaming them, but I allowed it. You know, I allowed myself to believe those things that were being said about me. And I just didn't want to put that on my daughter because I never, ever wanted her to feel like she had to stop doing something that she enjoyed. And I was reading recently or rereading the book, The Four Agreements. And one of the agreements is don't take anything personal. And in the book, the author, Don Miguel Ruiz, talks about how this mother comes home one day from work. She's tired. She's drained. She had a bad day. Her daughter, on the other hand, is singing and dancing around the house, you know, bouncing around. She's, you know, happy. And her mother tells her to shut up. And not only does she tell her to shut up, she tells her she can't even sing. She has an ugly voice. And it was at that very moment that that daughter agreed with that. And she stopped singing. She had an ugly, she felt like she had an ugly voice. And Ruiz goes on to say that it also affected her even speaking up for herself, period. So sometimes you see that when we receive that kind of energy from our mothers, it can affect us for a lifetime if we don't get to the root of it, if we don't come to the realization of it. Hopefully, wherever that little girl is today, hopefully she grew to realize that her mother was having a very bad day and her mother projected her pain and her bad day onto her. And hopefully she regained her voice. I know for me, that's something that I've had to work on, you know, regaining my voice, learning to speak up for myself. Um, I hated conflict. Because I didn't like how I saw conflict as a little girl. But I realized conflict is necessary. And it does not have to always get ugly. 
But because I saw it get ugly from my mother and other women in my family, um, you know, it really, it was a struggle for me to confront things, to confront people. So, you know, I recall just stuffing a lot of stuff, stuffing emotions and repressing emotions, suppressing my voice, not speaking up for myself. And I've talked about this before in other podcasts too, but that's a part of the mother wound. And realizing it is what helped me get, it's still helping me get on the other side of it. You know, because that was something that was perhaps done to my mom. Or maybe she was made to feel small. Maybe she was made to feel like she wasn't good enough. And, you know, subconsciously she did the same. And we do that. If you had a mother that shamed you about your body, do you find yourself shaming other women about their bodies or shaming your daughter about her body? If you had a mother that competed with you, Like anything you did, you have your mother trying to one-up you. There are literally mothers out there like that. Or if she wasn't competing with you, she put you in competition with your other sisters or sister or other people's kids, right? So then you grow up feeling like everything is about a competition. You got to compete. You got to come out on top. You got to be the best. That may not even be that thing. And so you grow up, though, thinking that that's who you are. And that's not even you at all. It was learned behavior because of your own mother wounds. Some of our mothers raised us and made us compete because they were living vicariously through us. They made us compete because... Of the things that maybe they lost in their childhood. So they want to win in life. And now they're trying to win through us. Do you see that pressure? That was put upon us from our mothers. Which now sometimes we subconsciously or, or consciously put upon our daughters and other women. Do you find that you even meet women that are a lot like your mom. I've discovered in my own, this whole life journey and experience called life, I've discovered that I've met a lot of women who have the same spirit or energy that my mom has. My mom, when I was growing up, and this is not me digging, you know, this is not me trying to shame my own mother or anything. It's just me telling my truth, my story. Um... So she was very domineering. She was controlling. And I find that I have encountered women who were just like that. And I found that the way that I dealt with my mom being controlling and being domineering is that I was trying to please her. And I lived to try to please her because I didn't want to deal with her negative emotions. If I deviated from something, you know, that she liked or a way her way of thinking you know I felt like oh I gotta be in agreement with everything mom thinks and everything mom says and everything mom likes and if she likes liver then I've got to like liver and onions too I got older and realized 
I don't like liver and onions. And that's good. That's okay. Some of our mothers use those uh, cloths to wipe everything down. I got older and decided I was going to use sponges. Some of our mothers use certain deodorants and certain detergents. And they'll come to your house trying to ask you why you use this when they raised you using this. (laughs) You know, they still want to control how we do things in our own home and we're grown women. And we're like, you know, mom, I just, I don't like those rags. I like the sponge. I don't like that type of detergent. I don't like that type of deodorant. I like this. So how many of us though, take that same energy when we, when our friends or even our daughters have a different thought process than us, um, they have different likes than us. Maybe they're just really different. And we're so busy trying to get them to be how we are instead of just appreciating who they are. I've seen so many friendships fall apart behind that very thing. And a lot of it stemmed from our mothers. We got a lot of that energy that was learned behavior because we were made to feel like, no, we got to be just like mom. To receive her love. And so then we turn around and we make other women and our daughters feel the same way. It's really time for that mother wound to be healed. So that relationships, friendships between mothers and daughters. Between one woman and another woman. Can be more beautiful. There's so much that we can accomplish together when we're in collaboration instead of competition. Now, there is a healthy competition. You know, there's a such thing as healthy competition. But a lot of times I find that when a woman finds herself on the losing end, this pettiness comes up, this ugliness comes up, you know, and the way we can be mean to each other and attack one another And pick each other apart. But a lot of that energy came from my moms. So I just invite you to sit with that, you know, and think about that. Like, wow, how am I showing up towards other women? How am I showing up towards my children? How am I showing up towards even women that I work with? Am I giving that same energy that my mom gave to me? And if it's an energy that you find you don't like, that's your mother wound. That's a mother wound. And it's just time for us to heal those wounds. I've been on this journey for a little while now trying to heal. I don't even want to say try. I'm healing, you know, from wounds that I've suffered from my mother. And it wasn't even that, you know, my mother hated me. It wasn't her. I don't even blame her. I don't look down on her for it. Like I said, our mothers endured things from their own mothers that they never healed from because nobody told them that they could. But we live in a new day now. It's so much information out there now. It's so much help out there now. And it's just time. It's past time, really. Because we've got to treat each other better than what we're doing. 
it's interesting because we we want men to treat us better, but we don't but you know, we don't even treat each other in a good way. We don't want men to police our bodies and tell us how we should dress and how we should wear our hair, but we police each other as women. We're not accepting, you know, I I see women who wear their natural hair. Sometimes they shame women who wear wigs or weaves and then women who don't wear their natural hair and they wear the wigs and the weaves. They shame the women who wear their natural hair. And it's the same with our bodies. We're all made different. Some women are built different. If we were all meant to be the same, the creator would have made us the same. I'll say it all the time and I'll say it again on this podcast. Being different is what makes the world go round. And when we're on a journey of self-love, it's real hard to be around women who want to attack every single thing we do. And every single thing we say and pick it apart and criticize it. And a lot of times that comes from a mother wound because maybe their mother was overly critical and harsh towards them. And sometimes those things, those ways that our mothers treated us, we treat ourselves like that sometimes. If mom, if you had a mom that was overly critical she criticized every single thing you do or did nothing was ever right nothing ever looked good nothing ever measured up to her standards you may have a hard time accomplishing things yourself because you live in that fear of things not being good enough so let's heal our mother wounds ladies let's get real with ourselves about You know, if we're struggling with mother wounds so we can start showing up better and really loving ourselves because self-love leads us to loving others, you know, and self-approval leads us to not feel like we need outside approval, but it also leads us to not feel like we have to disapprove and look down on how other women do them. Again, I'm Rashonda Hayes, and thank you for tuning in to Authentic Overload. If this podcast touched you in any kind of way, shape, form, or fashion, feel free to email me at rohayes01 at gmail.com. That's R-O-H-A-Y-E-S-01 at gmail.com. I welcome feedback. Um, I welcome topic discussions. And I'm currently looking for guests as well to come and talk on the show. And, you know, if you have experienced a mother wound and you are in the process of healing or maybe you have done a lot of work and you have healed, come on, you know, to the show and talk about how you healed that. I know for me, I I like to write things down in a journal um, and I have done that, you know, I do it quite often when I feel something coming up inside of me. And, and, and if I discover this is a wound from my mom, you know, this is something that I experienced at the hand of my own mother. And I just write it out and I write out the experience and I write how it made me feel. 
That's part of doing the work. And we can't heal what we don't reveal. We got to feel it to heal it. (laughs) And, you know, it hurts, but the truth makes us free, y'all. So thank you again. And to your healing and well-being in every area of your life. Bye.